Hey, good morning, fellow adventurers. Grab a cup of coffee and a Danish, pull up a chair, and let me share an idea for an adventure or two. This week on 10 Minutes with Jim, we set out on a Route 66 adventure in search of natural wonders, a bit of history, the truth behind a Jesse James legend, and some superb pie enjoyed more than 200 feet underground. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. I am Jim Hinckley, and this is Jim Hinckley's America, where adventures are guaranteed. Today's program is sponsored in part by Grand Canyon Caverns and Inn and supporters of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform. That's patreon.com slash Jim Hinckley's America. And as always, if you'd like more information about the places discussed today or our sponsor, contact us through Jim Hinckley's America on Facebook or check out the travel page on the Jim Hinckley's America website. You might also want to pick up a copy of my book, 100 Things to Do on Route 66 Before You Die, for additional ideas about where to eat, where to stay, and what to see while traveling Route 66. Now, let's get this adventure on the road. This week, we start with a very special place in Arizona, Grand Canyon Caverns. When Route 66 in this section of Arizona was bypassed in 1978, Business at the caverns nosedived by more than half in less than 12 months. This attraction was once so popular, Route 66 at the entrance was upgraded to a four-lane highway, and at that time, it was second only to the Grand Canyon in Arizona as an attraction. Fast forward to 2019. With John McNulty at the helm, the caverns are again a destination for adventures, for travelers, for Route 66 enthusiasts, and for families. The motel that opened in 1963 has been refurbished, but with an eye on preserving the time capsule feel. The airstrip is open, and quirky miniature golf course has been added. The restaurant has been refurbished, and I can attest that it looks exactly as it did when I first visited in 1967. The campground has received accolades from visitors and awards from Good Sam. A large bunkhouse for families or small groups is a new addition and there are plans for adding a zip line in the very near future. Tours were first offered into the caverns in 1927. At that time, Walter Peck, discoverer of the caverns, his brother and partners, simply lowered the curious adventure into the darkness in an oversized bucket on a rope. They christened the contraption Dope on a Rope. The caverns as an attraction evolved with Route 66. By the 1930s, staircases and wooden swinging bridge provided access to the caverns. As a bit of a historic footnote, most of the materials used for this project were recycled concrete forms from the Hoover Dam project. In the 1950s, a repurposed elevator was added, and for emergency purposes, a 19th century iron fire escape from New York City was also installed. The caverns now offer three tours, a long version over paved and lighted trails, a wheelchair accessible option, and an opportunity for actual spelunking. And the caverns are home to the darkest motel room on Route 66, at the bottom of the caverns. Recently, the caverns grotto restaurant was added. 
So now you can enjoy top-notch meals, including excellent pie, above or below ground. The caverns, located near Peach Springs, Arizona, must be included as a destination if you are traveling Route 66. Caverns are a great way to take a break from the heat if you're traveling during the months of summer, especially in the Mojave Desert. With that as a bit of a segue, let me introduce you to Mitchell Caverns State Park in the desert, roughly between Goffs and Kelso, that has an Essex, California mailing address. The caverns are named after Jack Mitchell, who owned and operated the caverns from 1934 to 1954 as a tourist attraction for travelers passing by on nearby Route 66. The area became a state recreation area in 1956, and in 1994 they were incorporated into the Mojave National Preserve. Missouri is so riddled with caves and caverns, more than 7,300 is the official count, that it's hard to imagine what's holding the state up. Near Springfield, there is fantastic caverns, billed as America's ride-through cave. These caverns are ideal for people with limited mobility, as most tours are given in a tram pulled by a jeep. Now that alone makes these caverns unique. Near Cuba, Missouri, is Onondaga Cave State Park. This is another gem that's often overlooked by Route 66 adventures. The basic tour along scenic paved trails provides access to awe-inspiring rock formations, ponds, and lakes that reflect the beauty. It's about a 75-minute tour, around a mile or so in length. And if you really have an adventuresome spirit, inquire about Cathedral Cave in the park. Here, handheld lantern tours provide access to the scenic depths along paved trails that begin after about a quarter-mile hike through the forest to the entrance. It's quite an interesting experience, to say the very least. And that takes us to what is perhaps the most famous cavern on Route 66 and the legend of Jesse James. French explorer Jacques Renault discovered Merrimack Caverns in 1720, several centuries after Native Americans had been putting them to good use. Legends about the caverns abound. Oh, it was used as a stop on the Underground Railroad for escaped slaves headed north. It was used to stash treasure by the Confederate Army or by the Union Army that stole money from the Confederates, depending on which story you hear. Some of the best legends have a grain of truth, and that is carefully nurtured by a resourceful showman. During the American Civil War, the U.S. Army mined saltpeter in the caverns and established the production of munitions at the site. That is a fact. The mill was destroyed during a shirt battle. Another fact. Legend has it that the raid on the mill was led by William Quantrill, an infamous leader of a band of Confederate guerrillas known loosely as Quantrill's Raiders. Legend also has it that Frank and Jesse rode with those raiders. Fast forward to 1933. That was the date that Lester Dill signed a lease on Saltpeter Cave with option to buy. In short order, he changed the name to Merrimack Caverns and had a road built from nearby Route 66 to the cavern's entrance. The old Saltpeter mine at the entrance was expanded and converted to a parking lot where cars were kept cool on a hot summer's day. That soon became a sales tool as he was wiring advertising for Merrimack Caverns to car bumpers. Emulating the Sea Rock City campaign, Dill soon had promotional signs painted on barns all along highways in several states. Dill was a showman worthy of the likes of P.T. Barnum. The stunning natural beauty of the caverns simply wasn't enough. There were just too many caverns competing for tourist dollars, so Dill turned to history and legend to transform his caverns into a destination. In December 1941, 
Exploration discovered new cavern chambers and rusty relics that he used to promote the caverns as Jesse James' hideout. In 1949, 100-year-old J. Frank Dalton was grabbing headlines by claiming to be Jesse James that had been living under an assumed name. Dill seized that opportunity and relocated Dalton to a home on the cavern's property where the old man could spin tales before a rapt audience. Next, Dill purchased an old log cabin and had it rebuilt within the caverns. Now he could advertise that James' hideout had been found. In the years that followed, Dill continued to find unique and innovative ways to promote the caverns, and its popularity grew. So did its association with Route 66. Today, in the era of the highway's renaissance, the caverns are more popular than ever, and Jesse James' hideout cabin, with its neon signage, is still being photographed by visitors. Wow, that ten minutes went fast. Hey, it's time to wrap up this week's adventure, but not before I say... This year, beat the heat and get your kicks under Route 66. I've waited a long time to say that. Hey, thank you for joining me on this week's Odyssey. I hope that you can join us next week for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim when we explore the original Las Vegas and I share one of my very favorite Route 66 detours. See you next week for another adventure in Jim Hinckley's America, mi amigos. Adios. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America